Welcome back to DC Cinematic Minute, the daily podcast where we analyze Zack Snyder's Justice League by each individual minute. My name is Nathan. You can find me on all social media at NoClutchNate. And my name is Mark. You can find me on all social media at Mark Meadows. And today we're talking about minute number 54 of Zack Snyder's Justice League. And this minute is going to start out with Aquaman, the hero, the superhero that can swim. You know him, you love him. He's standing at the edge of the dock and the water comes crashing up to him and engulfs him. The minute's going to end, rather, uh... That doesn't fit there. The minute's just going to end with uh, Aquaman underwater uh, gazing at what appears to be some sort of old uh, relics, maybe of uh, yeah. Atlantis past. Yeah, this is musical our... Musical underwater world. This, in the way that the other version showed it, like this is our introduction to the Aquaman movie, right? Like this is the tease of things to come. Like, oh, like... Guys are excited for the Aquaman movie. This is what it's going to look like. Um, I don't know if I remember. I think I was excited when I first saw all this. Um, You know, exploring what I thought was Atlantis at the time, being like, "Oh, we're in Atlantis." It's like we're underwater. Like, little did I know that that this isn't Atlantis at all. This is just the ocean floor. Um, Mm -hmm. It is pretty. It is very beautiful. I do remember. You know, I think I was in love with the way it looked and just being like, yeah, the technology's there. The CGI is there. We can do stuff like this now. Um, That being said, now that I think back, it was like, and now we have the different music and what's going on. The music that was used there, whether it was Icky Thump or, or, or Danny Elfman's music, now that we have... Junkie XL's music and the Nick Cave song leading into that. Now it's, it's again, it, it just changes the tone of how you perceive it. And coming down into this, this ocean area, uh, it is magical. It always will be magical to see it no matter what. I do like CGI stuff. I will never not be a fan of seeing CGI stuff. I don't care if actors are mostly cgi because it's like okay yeah jason momoa obviously can't be in underwater and we can't shoot underwater this whole thing is still beautiful to me um it was beautiful even when we talked about it in the first week when it was just mara and the atlantean guards and the mother box stuff like this always just looks beautiful to me um and then uh, you know here we have the the water cannons as well this is the big shot this was cool because this like in the way that it shows it in this one, when you and I saw it with Matt for the first time and those water cannons like hit Aquaman and then he kind of just like disappears in it. We never saw that before. That was not shown to us like that. in the other version, um, that was magical. The way that the song ends and just kind of like, he just returns to the sea that way. It makes sense. It makes sense. Aquaman, catches a big wave and he's just gone like that's that's batman going into the shadows and he just dips out you know that's batmaning somebody yeah it's exactly what that is it fits with the character perfectly and yeah i agree with you when you you called it magical um it most definitely was it felt right it was perfect it was i clapped i said yes that's that's aquaman you get it you got it that's aquaman 
Yeah. Um, and that's how you do like those mythological characters like, oh, and he returned to the sea this way. The tide just came and swept him and he, exactly. like, he was gone. Like that's that's the good stuff. That's you the thought stuff taking you your read. shirt off in freezing cold uh, Iceland and going into the water just like it was normal was, was a big feat? No, sir. No, ma'am. No, anybody. You know, yeah. big water, big, big, big wave. Come take me home. Big wave, come take me home. <laughs> it is great. I like how you said it was, um, uh, well, first of all, I want, I want to tag on to the Iceland bit. Because the way that the other movie did it was, you know, it had him do like this big huffing, you know, <gasps> I'm a throw backwards. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And then it did like a superhero like dart across the water where as in this version, it was just like, I'm just going to w- w- march into the sea and then slowly disappear. Kind of like how Godzilla does in the 2014 version of the movie where he just kind of like dips below the water and then the surface tension stays very calm and it's like, yep. You know, four hundred foot monster just casually returned to the ocean. That's that's mythology done right. And um, but yeah, so I love it. I love the way he does it in Iceland. I love how they do it here. I like the juxtaposition of the two. And you said it's very Batman like for him to get you know to disappear into the shadows of the water like that. It's a good mix because he also gets a lot of Superman like love in here as well where he's absolutely actually swimming very fast uh in the water and he swims around that boulder and he stops midair and he has like that hero pose and then he like continues darting across that is like some first flight stuff from man of steel where it's just like it really is it feels definitely like a first flight sequence um and i want to say this would have been the first time that we would have been seeing the full picture of this super swimming because we really yeah. only got it in the security footage from Dawn of Justice. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that yeah, that security footage of Aquaman that did give us like almost like the same thing when we saw the Man of Steel teaser, the very first time we see Superman flying in the teaser trailer and it has him breaking the sound barrier. Same thing mm-hmm. done with Aquaman in that one where it was just like, yeah, we're going to break that sound barrier underwater um and then we really don't see it again until he's fighting orm in the ring of fire challenge and you see the two kind of collide and they mm-hmm. do the same thing that zod and kal-el do the in the battle of metropolis hit. yeah amazing stuff when i saw that for the first time that's when i was like okay this is made with some love and and consideration of of the other director's work which is all i asked for like I'm not gonna get. I'm not gonna be one of those weirdos where it's like, oh, it's not exactly a Zack Snyder movie. It's like it's never supposed to be. It's James Wan's Aquaman, but still, look, he does care about you know what came before, and he does respect that kind of stuff. So I do, I do love this. I love him swimming around this boulder, having that hero pose, and then continue to to darting across. That is. That is some like little kid action figure stuff that you do with your superheroes. We were just like, yeah, all of it. The entire part yeah. was it him standing on the dock and just f- face planting into the water. You know, I'll give you yeah. that much. Like he just like dives. Okay. And then just like immediate with the, with the super swim. That's just, yeah. Yes. I, this is what I would imagine if I was playing with my action figures as a kid, 
Yeah. It's the, it's the exact same thing, I think. That's something, you know? yeah. That's something I'm probably missing out on now because I never had an Aquaman action figure. But I'm, mm-hmm. you know, I'm assuming kids have Aquaman action figures now, at least, yeah, around this time that Aquaman is actually popular now, to take your Aquaman toy to the beach. And like if the bath, if, what are you talking about? The beach? No, what, to the beach. Him? Shark's going to eat him. Who cares? The kids are going to take him to the beach. They're going to the beach. I'm going to bring my Aquaman toy. Don't judge a yeah, kid for what I don't, he does. I'm not. No, stop. I brought my action figures everywhere. I didn't. I yeah. had one Aquaman toy, but it was an Aquaman from the Super Friends, and it was a really old, like Kenner toy, and the, uh, the yeah. joints were like really, really loose, and it just wasn't any fun. Most of my toys I would bring in the bath with me, and the swimming ones, of course, were, were Batman most of the time. <laughs> The deep yeah. dive Batman, especially when I got him, that dude the, was specific. My mom got this. Batman. Was like, "You, this is your bath toy, Batman." And I said, "Absolutely, yeah, of course, one hundred percent." For me, it was all my Godzilla toys were always in the bath with me, but uh, or the pool, the pool, you know, the other yeah, the pool, medium between bath and and the beach. You got the pool, in Florida. Got the yeah, pool. so you bring you bring those toys. Same thing into the into into the pool. Um, I I just think like taking Aquaman to the beach would be a, a really cool idea to do with your action figures. Um, Coming this fall, Aquaman goes to the beach. Yeah, <laughs> you said. I, did you say hero of the beach earlier, or was did no, you say did that? I, no, just the superhero that swims. That's what I'm deeming Aquaman. Oh, the superhero that swims. That's what you call him. I think that's so funny. Yeah, I think hero of <laughs> the know, beach is reserved for swims. someone else. Yes, that's absolutely true that's yeah. uh flex mentalo yeah um but where was i going with this okay so yeah so he's in the water we got all this aquatic life uh i'm not gonna name any of these because i don't know if we need a, a marine biologist at any point i'm not gonna there's just a lot of cgi fish and it's very pretty got, you get one octopus speed dial the beautiful octopus i gotta say that's not our boy though uh, man Topo? it's so pretty yeah, not Topo. Um, no, Topo comes a, later. Just a, just a lowly, just a lowly schmott octopus. Oh, I'm just, I, yeah, I'm just looking at it. Th- that's one thing, you know. A lot of what? marine. I, you have a phobia for marine animals, do you? Not all, but uh, it's it's a phobia of the fear of the unknown and things that happen underwater is the unknown to me. So yeah, it's it's yeah. a lot of things that happen. Shit, seaweed touches my ankle. I'm gonna piss myself. <laughs> It happens. It's scary. I gotta say, octopus are octopi are strangely not on that list of phobias that I have, except the beak. You know, the beak kind of like that might be something I'd be like, okay, I'm not. As much as I would want an octopus on me, I wouldn't want to be uh, uh, beaked by an octopus. I feel like that might really hurt. Yeah. yeah, probably, and that like blue ring octopus that's like one of the most deadly animals on this. Well, yeah, planet. I'm not gonna touch it. It's the same thing I feel about snakes, where it's like I do like snakes. I don't mind you can holding admire a snake. It. Yeah, admire exactly. Um, I'm not gonna touch I'm, it. I'm trying it's to work my way into spiders in that same regard, where it's like I should probably let a tarantula be on me just to get over it. Um, and like I think that's like the most i guess psychologically correct way to like you know face your fears or whatever but i don't want to put a tarantula on me and i'm fine with with being a little creeped out a lot of creeped out by spiders 
I will handle the situation like I do. Try to remove the spider from the situation. Let it get back to doing its own thing. Yeah. If things need to happen that things need to happen, then things need to happen, I apologize. But uh, I think octopus also, octopi also kind of fall in that category of uh, creatures that their, their movements uh, make me uncomfortable. And it's just like, ooh, it's, ooh that thing is squirming all over the, the spider's legs. Them, all the legs and uh, especially tarantulas when they move so slow and you can see them like how they pick up everyone and just like it's every step is just i don't know it's oh see it freaks I think me out maybe maybe i have a fear of like weird tendrils or something yeah like a uh leg phobia or like no some... i don't have a dude <laughs> yeah i don't got one I don't have i'll a tell you that phobia. much <laughs> yeah yay yay um, yay Ooga. i oh, think the Avery faster sounds. they move the more freaked out i am like if it starts running like spiders running then i'm like oh, okay no thank you if i see uh house going really fast at you at me i might have mm-hmm. to kill you like you're in a kayak and a water moccasin's just beelining it to you because he hates oh. you oh uh see and you are water i mean what are you you're fighting it you're pushing it away right i mean like gotta do what you gotta do flip that thing on yeah the see it. and a water moccasin is like they're almost like those things hornets. get pissed. Yeah. yeah, they they purposely attack things. They come at you, and it's like, okay, I'm sorry, but leave. I think at that point, I would just take my oar and just try to like catapult it away, like yeah. get under it and somehow flick it away yeah. from me. But then I'm afraid mm-hmm. it might lunge at me, and or like I don't want that thing to touch me. Oar, and then you gotta throw the oar, and then you're. And then I'm without a paddle. You're up Shit's Creek without a paddle, bro. <laughs> Bruh. Um, yeah, and so... You gotta realize the, uh, the situation you got put in. So octopus, I think I'm okay with. I think they're not harmful They're to fascinating you. to me. Yeah. Would I hold one? Probably not. I don't want to yeah. feel the... I don't want to feel a thing, like, wrapping around me. That was maybe... Maybe that's also another thing just I don't like. My brother had snakes when we were kids. And I would hold them... There were moments where they were tranquil and it was nice, but the, the the pure fact that I don't know what that that animal is thinking, whether or not it's going to, I don't know, have some sort of animosity towards me or, or whatever, that freaks mm-hmm. me out. And I'd rather not put myself in those situations. Yeah. It just seems like octopus, they always seem like they're a little bit more intelligent. Like, I feel like when I 100%. look at squid, I look at squid and I'm like, eh. You're no octopus, though. <laughs> it's like that kind of like judgmental, like bigotry towards a different like animal of kind of like the same nature. And just like, yeah. I don't know. Octopuses looks cooler. I feel like I could hang got out those, with got those one. big heads, but not all the lights are on, huh? <laughs> exactly. Um, uh, I think I draw the line at jellyfish. Don't understand them. Don't want to be near them. Can't do it. Those things don't are aliens. Want... Yeah. Jellyfish are, are wild, biz- right? bizarre to me um such a bizarre animal such a weird organism and that's the thing like again we don't know so, so much about the creatures that are in 70 percent of this this on this planet. oh yeah and it's just and the fact that i don't know about it so much it still freaks me out you know yeah um, i don't know Whew. i went to uh epcot the other day 
and went on that mm-hmm. Finding Nemo ride. You ever been on that Finding Nemo ride? Yeah. Okay, so I really like that fish, that kind of angler fish that has like the glowy light in front of it. Like a football fish, yeah, or an angler fish, yeah. yeah. Well, it has like that glowy light in front of it, and it's like a deep water trench looking, alien looking fish. Yeah. You know what I'm talking about, right? It's in that movie, yes. Finding Nemo. Go watch it. Um, and I was like, oh, yeah, you know, I kind of like that fish. It's really nice. Then I went on that ride, and they had some kind of, I don't know, to scale version where it was on this animatronic thing. That really changed my opinion right then and there. I said, actually, you know what? If I was the same size, that I don't like that thing anymore. That thing was an alien. That I was not expecting to actually be scared of that thing in that moment. That reminded me of the alien attack ride at Tomorrowland that Mm -hmm. that gave me a phobia real quick about something that looked like that. And I can't do it. I got to Nope. Don't like that. Uh, I don't like how fast that thing was moving. So, but, uh, yeah, I think just, just environment wise about this area in this minute, it's just so pretty. It's so yeah. gosh darn pretty. It looks great. It proves that, I mean, this was supposed to be before Aquaman stuff, so it's just like, here it is. We can do underwater scenes. Check out his hair. Look how cool it looks. All cgi dude underwater. Put, strap him to a, a weird ballast thing and make him bob and float. Like, yeah. It makes, it, 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 it looks great. It looks great. Oh my gosh. And even when we saw, when we saw Aquaman in IMAX, even mm-hmm. when I watch it now, I just kind of stare at everything that's going on. Like the yeah. hair, like their their skin, like everything's moving. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I people criticized it, a... it. Yeah, maybe. You just started watching it? It's inherently. I started watching it on a, the 4K TV at my mother's place. Oh. Beautiful movie. Really? Wow. Yeah, looks great. It looks beautiful. That sounds like a great idea. I told mom, I was like, you want to you check? I'll like flip through it a little bit. I don't want to watch the whole thing, but I'll show you how pretty it looks. And it looked great. Yeah. Yeah, anytime like it's like, uh, uh, what's his name? King Narius? King, uh, you know, Dolph Lundgren. Dolph character. Lundgren, yeah. Yeah. Um, and like when he's talking to Orm and stuff like that, and you just watch these hair, like the hair moving and... Every t- anytime there's like a, a, if the character is doing something, then it's like the filmmakers acknowledge like, okay, there should be a rush of water here. So now there should be more waves in front of mm-hmm. their face. And then when they're in the ring of fire, because there's fire down here and it's like coming up through. So there's pressure for this water. And so when you have Aquaman and Orm talking to each other, like there's more waves that are happening between them. And like maybe somebody swims by them. So there's like a, you know, a current that comes by. It's like these little details that happen in, in this because they have to acknowledge water physics. It's incredible. Um, one question I had here, though, in this minute, and is it, like you see when Aquaman, it almost looks like he goes through a wall here of water and disappears. Do you ever notice that? I don't know no. what he's doing. Uh, in oh, moment. when he first, when he first, uh, when he does his little loop-de-loop and then. Yeah. Does Which he one? go Wait, through like a going, water wall? When he does after the loop de loop and then jettisons forward again? Yeah, or is that like an optical illusion? Well, I have I to think watch it's just it. An optical illusion. I think he's just like just speed speed swimming again. He just he just just speed swimming just really fast. Yeah, yeah. It, 
Yeah, it always like it's one of those things like you see and like you can't get it out of your head where it looks like an illusion where it's like, where did he go? That right there? Yeah. yeah. I think it was just another one of those breaking the sound barrier underwater. Yeah, and things. somehow it just looks like he's hitting a wall and like disappearing, but just, just really splashes, cool stuff. Yeah. This is this is how, you know, we, we you know, whenever we say like, oh, this looks like a, a modern day fantasy film or Lord of the Rings type movie. It's because of scenes like this where it's like, look at just how visually epic it looks and how much it's like, yeah, I want to live in this world. This is it. And then you get to this iconic shot of Aquaman standing next to the King Atlan statue. And just Mm -hmm. that shot right there, where just, you know, him on the left, Atlan on the right, a pillar in the middle to divide the frame. This is a shot we saw released by Zack Snyder years ago to kind of tease what we missed out on. And this right here, that that shot right there, that's a that's a perfect shot. That details everything we need to know about this minute. Like just mm-hmm. the world that used to be, the world that is, who King Arthur is to King Atlan. Like that's the good stuff right there. That's a beautiful shot right there. I love that that's right there. Great shot. Sums it up. It's really powerful. Amazing for the character too. Um, that's all I have for this one, Aid. Uh, is there anything that you have for this? No, I think that's going to cover it for uh, for now. We'll talk more a little bit about the uh, King Atlan uh, corpse. Oh, yeah. <laughs> no, Here. we're going to get in some... Oh, my God, I can't wait. Because this is the... Yeah, we're okay, we got to save it. Because tomorrow's minute is going to be like getting into the stuff that we love to talk about even off the air. So let's go ahead and wrap up for today. If you guys enjoyed everything you heard, you can find us on all social media at DCEU Minutes and the Facebook group, the DC Cinematic minute listener society where you can join us to talk about today's minute or any minutes you guys are catching up on and we'll catch you guys tomorrow for minute number 55 of Zack snyder's justice League.